Honey, are you glad we came to this honey farm and hotel for vacation? It's super sweet, and so was the deal. How did you find it? Well, I was Googling honey and came across both this honey farm and honey. Honey is an internet browser extension that searches for the best promo codes and deals. So no matter what you're buying, Honey will glaze the internet to see if you can get a better price, a promo code, or other savings. Wow, I could use Honey for when I buy fresh honeycomb, honey-colored sweaters, and technology for my niece, Honey. It's so easy to add Honey to your internet browser. Just go to joinhoney.com slash besthoneyad and download Honey to your internet browser. joinhoney.com slash besthoneyad. I'm on it. Honey, it's sweet shopping savings. This ad is for a super cool Honey contest. I didn't do this. I couldn't I have. Don't like confronting people. All right, enough, everyone. We're going to be here all night if we continue like this. That's exactly what I told the last guy I hooked up with. Jesus, Samantha, that's my joke. All right, Jonathan, I've heard that we're actually quite similar. Uh, yeah, except I'm actually kind of a slut, and you're definitely not a slut at all, so not similar. We are here to find the truth, because this is the fourth time in Scone history that this has happened, and it's getting ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous that I'm being accused of this crime. Chet, the evidence is pretty overwhelming. It's more overwhelming than how overwhelmed I was when I met Celine Dion's backup singer. I remember that, Elijah, because you cried to her and said, because you loved me changed your life, but it was the backup singer, so I, she didn't write it or anything. Listen. I'm like that guy from Making a Murderer. Is he a good person? No. Does he commit casual crime? Yes. But it doesn't mean I did this crime. Uh, I think that might be your parents. Carol Ann, you may enter. Oh, Pastor, the teen's parents are here. Shall I have them come to this conference room? Well, of course, Carol Ann. Where else are they going to go? Well, the last time I brought guests immediately into a room without asking you, you told me that I, quote, invaded the space with guests who you weren't ready to be properly prepared for. Well, that's because you traipsed into my office with my mother. But, Pastor, you and your mother had lunch plans. I know, but I was going to make my mom wait for 20 minutes and then cancel lunch. Well, back in my day, daughters and mothers had a wonderful time at lunch. You have a daughter? Oh, yes, I have four children. The spunky Cecilia, sweet Vixie, charming Louis, and my gay son, Chester. You have a gay son? Why have you never set us up? Old people love setting younger people up together. Carol Ann, I never knew you had kids. I talk about them all the time. I just got off the phone with my son, Louis. He got a promotion and he's moving to Chicago. Oh, that reminds me. The Scone Theater Club wants to do Chicago the Musical, but I've never seen it since I've heard it's sinful. Your thoughts, Carol Ann? Jonathan, could you handle this paperwork? I don't want to be late for lunch with my daughter, Cecilia. You lost me at the phrase, could you? But then you had me at the word handle. And then you lost me again at the word paperwork. Oh, Pastor, do we have any stamps? I want to send this picture of my four children and my husband, Patrick, and I to a couple of people as a Christmas card. Carol Ann, 
Are you using office supplies as personal supplies? Oh, well, I just need a couple more stamps. I underordered at the post office. I cannot believe that someone we pay to be here. Oh, I'm a volunteer. I'm not paid. Someone who we give so much for. I guess so. Someone who honestly needs to work harder and smarter. A bit of bobbed criticism, but understandable. Wants to steal stamps from the church. Carol Ann, this is unspeakable. You're right. I'll take the bus back to the post office and buy three stamps. Okay, but I'm shocked, Carol Ann, that you have a gay son and you didn't tell me. Well, he's like 40, Jonathan. So? And he's married. So? And he lives in Charleston. So? Well, my bad then. Carol Ann, please stop gabbing about your kids and grab these teenagers' parents. Uh, on it! Listen, my mother supports me unconditionally. I really doubt you're going to get her to. Chet, what in the world did you do this time? Drop cockroaches in the church sink? Super glue Elijah's keyboard keys? You jerk, I can't believe I'm getting another call about the shit you pulled. Thanks for believing me, Mom. Oh, I do believe you. I believe that you're a juvenile delinquent. I believe you'll end up in jail or dead. This is all your father's fault. If he was around more, Chet's mom, we love and support Chet. We don't call him a juvenile delinquent. We call our teens troublesome teenagers. It's less judgmental than using juvenile delinquent. After all, no, no judgment. judgment. As Honey's mother, I doubt my daughter was involved. Honey's a self-made businesswoman, not a criminal. So I can make homemade vodka in my house and suddenly be a self-made businesswoman? Okay. Mom, I promise it wasn't me. What exactly happened? Is Axel in trouble? Since I'm Axel's father, I'm responsible for his growth and development. I have a growth that needs developing. Ha, alright, that was funny, but cut it out. I agree with Honey's mom. My daughter Samantha is a great child. Thanks, Dad. I know how hard it is to raise a slut. And I raised Matilda. Mom, I didn't do anything. You know it wasn't me, right? Even if it was, I'm sure you had a good reason. Well, what exactly happened? Here's the crime. Someone broke the stained glass window again. And we're going to find out who truly did it. Ah, a gripping crime. Pastor Elijah made the church, non-dominational made of birch. They hired Liv, a new secretary, after the old and stole money unfairly. Carolyn volunteers, my surrounds the choir. Jonathan doesn't work, yet he's still hired. There's no judgment at the non-denominational. Some say things around here get inspirational. Doesn't that stained glass window break a lot? Maybe it says more about the quality of the stained glass window than who is breaking it. Girl, it's glass. That shit breaks quicker than my diet when I go to a bakery. Pastor and I realized that we have no disciplinary skills, which is why we called in Liv. Hi, everyone. You've been eerily silent. Oh, I'm just here to watch this shit show play out. Well, like my daughter, honey, I like to learn things by talking them through. So tell me what happened. No worries, mom. Thanks, honey, my daughter. We get it. You're Honey's mom. Honey's mom. That's me. Well, it all started earlier tonight when we were meeting at teen night. Welcome to Scone Teen Night, everyone. I'm Matilda, president of the teen club. Matilda, it's like the same people here every month. We know you're Matilda. I'm just going through teen night protocol. All right, let's call attendance. Vice President Honey? Here. And I brought homemade, gluten-free, organic, cruelty-free, peanut-free, non-crunchy peanut butter brittle. How can peanut butter brittle be peanut-free and not crunchy? It's made with fake nuts. Don't worry, my nuts are real. 
speaking of jackasses, is our treasurer Chet here? Me and the $20 budget are here. And our secretary Samantha? Mmm, the dirty, filthy, nasty secretary reporting for hot action duty. And that leaves our sergeant-at-arms, Axel. The only job I want, one that has to do with my arms. You'll notice that our teen knight and teen club advisor is not here tonight. Garfield had a war reenactment and told me, I need to work on my battle skills, not babysit a bunch of teen hussies. That sounds like Garfield, all right. What a legend. So, replacing Garfield are our auxiliary advisors, Elijah and Marcy. We're blessed that we get two advisors, especially two cool people. Thank you for having Marcy and I. Luckily, I had a cleared schedule and could be here tonight. Your whole schedule is clear, I bet. Was there no karaoke bar that needed help tonight, Marcy? Karaoke? (laughs) I'd rather have dinner with Tori Amos again. Let's just say, her dinner conversation practically crucified me. She really is a raisin girl. Dry and flavorless. Anyway, I don't do karaoke. I am a professional singer. Not a wannabe half own deaf local aspirant who covers one-hit wonders from the 80s and 90s. Are you talking about yourself when you say a wannabe half-tone deaf local aspirant? No, I'm talking about karaoke vultures. Damn, Marcy, don't be talking smack on your own species. Well, I know it's movie night, so I brought a suggestion. It's a documentary called My Fake Self, Social Media in the Modern Age, a story of one woman's fight against the online platforms which try to deny her identity and overlooked the increasing digital landscape. That sounds thrilling! That sounds terrible! OMG, that title is so long, just like my slutty legs. No worries, teens. I brought a great movie. It's a bootleg copy of a documentary that never made it to the big screen. It's a documentary about Marcy Playground. Why didn't it air? Well, there were some problems between the filmmakers and the band. And by problems with the band, you meant you? Well, I'm sorry, but I will not stand by and let some independent layperson with hogwash camera ruin the image I have in mind. I had a creative image. And my god, they didn't even know how to hold the camera properly. The flash was on the whole time. What is this? But like, maybe I'm just a dumb whore, but like, aren't you not supposed to have control over a documentary that's being made of you? Samantha, I won't just let art happen around me without my input. We've seen you with the Poetry Club. You definitely provide input. Well, no offense, Marcy, but I don't think anyone wants to watch a documentary about Marcy Playground, especially a bootleg version. Close your eyes and listen to the music. Well, last time we watched a movie that Chet and I wanted. How could we forget that boring superhero movie from last time? Oh, I didn't forget those buns and abs of steel. I was thinking we could watch Miss Sanchez. It's about a young college professor who falls in love with one of her students. Well, that sounds a little too risky, don't you think? Are there any gratuitous and unnecessary sex scenes? Oh, absolutely. Oh, uh, really? I don't think that's a good idea for a church teen club. 
No judgment, Elijah. You can't censor art or the body. I mean, Elijah, you could censor art, but then you'd be no better than Marcy. Oh my gosh, that's a serious accusation. An accusation I'm happy to be accused of. Well, why don't you start the movie and I'll go get the gluten-free, organic, cruelty-free, free-trade vegan crackers and some gluten-free, organic, cruelty-free, free-trade, cow-free, dairy-free, nut-free, vegan cheese bread. All right, I'll put the movie in. When I die, please remember all the work I did. Marcy, I've seen you work. You can't even legally call what you do work. Hey, Matilda, do you want to see the dress I got for the Sadie Hawkins dance? Sure. Wait. Samantha, that's your dress? This dress pictured on your cell phone device. I got the dress because it's extremely revealing. Samantha, that's the dress I got. Uh, why would you buy my dress? You're not a slut, Matilda. Are you a woman telling me, a woman, what I cannot do as a woman? Oh, jeez. Matilda does not like it when she, as a woman, is told what to do. You're not even going to look good in that dress, Matilda. You're not a slut. I've been with more guys, then. Alright, we can cut out some of that scene, right, Pastor? I suppose we can. What does being with more guys mean? Nothing, Mom. It's youth slang. So, Marcy was taking forever to put the movie in because, according to Marcy, she's never had to put in a DVD before. In my defense, I was busy recording albums. Not watching straight-to-VHS movies. But Marcy, the movie was on Netflix. It wasn't like we had to put in a DVD. How dare you. I struggled with that television for 20 minutes. I haven't struggled that long since I did a duet with Dave Grohl's less talented cousin at a pre-Grammy pre-Grammy party. Meanwhile, I was taking a quick break. I thought you went to get inclusive and diverse cracker and cheese options. Well, all that shh talk kind of freaked me out. So with Elijah gone and Marcy distracted, things just fell into chaos. My daughter is really good at chaos. I'd agree with that, honey's mom. All you need to know is that Samantha and I couldn't have broken the stained glass window. Yeah, we were fighting because we bought the same dress for the Sadie Hawkins day. Well, I know it wasn't me. Are we sure about that? You always love stirring the pot. When have I done that? When have I ever stirred a pot? Maybe a pot of beautifully crafted mac and cheese? But a pot of drama? Who am I? Suzanne? The Alright, alright, I get it. But like I said... I have an alibi. I was listening to some hot new demos while the rest of you were watching the movie. So instead of watching the kids, you put on some headphones and listen to some poorly made alternative demos? Well, I have evidence that puts Chet and Axel at the scene of the crime. I was coming back from grabbing those cheese and crackers when I heard the sound of what seemed like Marcy singing. So when you ran to the sound of Marcy's vocals, what did you find? 
I found a broken stained glass window. And I also found Chet and Axel standing over the broken glass. <gasps> All right, so Axel and I were at the scene of the crime, but that's not because we committed the crime. Chet, you know I love you, but you are a troublesome team with a penchant for crime and deviance. Geez, Mom, what are you, a cop? Honey, you know I'm a police sergeant. Sergeant Chet's mother. Well, that explains why Chet hasn't gotten in trouble with the police. I'm allowed ten more mistake, and then that's it. Elijah, Pastor, don't Chet and I get a chance to explain what happened? Like, can't we share our perspective? We don't need your perspective. We have you at the crime scene. Guys, I think it's only fair that Chet and Axel state their case. What is it? The court of law? Well, in the theme of no judgment, we shouldn't cast judgment until we've heard all the stories and examined all the facts. Uh, fine. I guess we will follow protocol. Um, we don't have protocol. Listen, it's late and I can't be up all night. I have the regional district multi-fencing competition semifinals. We get it. You do music. You don't have to talk about being an amateur wannabe musician every minute. So anyway, the girls were arguing, so Axel and I decided that we were just going to take a walk. Probably so you could get up to some deviance? Actually, no. We were talking about our romantic relationships. It's just hard, because I really respect and love Matilda, and I want to be honest, but I don't want to hurt her. Yeah. Like, I go back and forth. It's just a lost cause, because we're teenagers, and we should, like, have fun and not worry about big problems. Yeah. Do you think I should just talk to her and see what happens? Just, like, be honest and all that? Yeah. Thanks, man. You're great to talk to about these kinds of issues. What was that? It sounds like something broke, which is what we normally do. Let's check it out. Wow, someone destroyed the stained glass window. That's what we do. Oh, my lord. Wait a minute. I can't be singing. I have to save the vocals for the Regional, Regional District Multifaith Singing, singing Competition, competition semifinals. semifinals. Chet, Axel, boys, how could you break this stained glass window? Elijah, we didn't do this. We came here because we heard the sound. Knowing your past, Chet, I highly doubt you're innocent here. I'm calling the pastor and all your parents. Well, we probably need more evidence before we can convict Chet and Axel of this crime. Exactly. Do we have fingerprints, camera footage, eyewitnesses? I did witness some things tonight. Really? Marcy, what did you see? Well, I saw that this producer sent me a really poorly made track. The bass was just... Uh, heinous. It was just a heinous bass. The bass was just heinous. So you didn't witness anything relating to the crime? I think... A poorly made music demo is a crime. Pastor, we cannot convict these two based on circumstantial evidence alone. You're right, we can't take this to the Scone Court. The Scone Court. Scone Court? Since when do we have a court? Oh, Liv, we rarely intervene with the judges of Scone Court. The Scone Court. The court has only ever been in session one time, and it was over a parking violation. I thought the Scone Court was a myth. The Scone Court. Oh, it's real, and so are their decisions. Sorry, that's my ringtone when child violin prodigy Stacy sends me a text message. 
Alright, can I just pay for this window? How much did the stained glass window cost? Axelstad, we are here for something more than just a check. Although, you can make that check out to the Society of the Children of the Natural Earth. Well, we have to talk about consequences. Well, maybe the consequence should be that Matilda can't wear my dress to the Sadie Hawkins dance. How is that a consequence for Chet and Axel? Well, you're dating Chet, so therefore, you're as guilty as him. Matilda, you have a boyfriend? No, I have a partner, Mom. You know I don't do traditional romantic norms. I don't care what she calls me. I'm just happy to be here. Hmm. Is that what you said before or after you blew up the window? Oh, I made some hot tea. Does anyone want some? Is it probiotic green tea with honey? No, it's just English breakfast. Actually, it's a cheap knockoff called English Snack. I'm good, then. The only tea I want is honesty. Oh, and also Gladys, Agnes, and Pagan Ginger are here. Why? Apparently, they witnessed the event. Why? I guess they were praying in the church. (laughs) Sure they were. Well, if we have witnesses to the crime, bring them in. I'll go get them. Please hurry, Caroline. We don't have time for geriatric shuffle to the door. Well, this is great. They'll confirm we're not the ones who did it. Chet, look into your mother's eyes and tell me you didn't do this. Mom, I'm staring at you and I'm telling you that I didn't break the window. Wow, that's so powerful. I think I believe him. Just like the time when Chet flooded the basement and said it wasn't him. Well, since Chet and Axel probably did this, let's talk about a just punishment. Pastor, there are witnesses. Yeah, but that doesn't mean we can't start throwing ideas out there. I'm thinking 100 service hours each. Great, that means I'll have 724 service hours to complete now. I think the two of them should have to attend some kind of prison tryouts. You mean like scared straight? I've only been ever scared more gay, if anything, personally. Why are you even here? My date canceled on me, and this was like the best thing I could do with my Friday night. Sounds like my Friday night. <laughs> oh, Agnes Gladys Pagan Ginger are here to see you. Please, come in. I've heard you were witnesses to the attack on the stained glass window. Well, I didn't see it exactly. I heard it, but I was concentrating on what I was doing in the church. Praying. No, scorn weed. Pagan Ginger legally sells weed on the side. I'm a home grower. Pagan Ginger, why aren't we friends? I feel like we'd get along. No, I'm a genuine alternative girl. You're a wannabe. Well, if you think that, then I think that. Oh, honey, that's what makes you a wannabe, honey. You shouldn't agree with her just because Pagan Ginger's cool. But mom, she is cool. Your mom's right, and your mom is also pretty cool. I am? Oh my goodness, well... Thanks for the compliment, Pagan Ginger. I feel so cool. So Pagan Ginger was selling weed in our church? Pastor, no judgment. Also, weed is like a herb. Pagan Ginger, rosemary is an herb. Weed is a drug. And since when can an herb not be a drug? You eat a lot of those heroin-filled poppy seed bagels, Elijah. I limit myself to one poppy seed bagel a week. Hmm, for the record. There's no official record here, Agnes. Hmm, for the record. I think Liv was rude to interrupt me. Just tell us what you saw. We heard the sounds, but I had to finish paying Pagan Ginger. Agnes was paying me in loose change. I told Agnes to bring hard cash, 
but she wanted to clear out her change drawer. The woman has more changes than David Bowie. Pennies are still money. So we went over to the window and we saw this. What did you just pull out of your pocket? Are you f***ing blind? It's a grenade! <gasps> a grenade! Elijah, that was pitchy. It should have been... A grenade! Hmm, relax, it's not a real grenade. It's a toy grenade. That's what destroyed the window, then. Someone accidentally tossed a grenade through the window. Can you let me finish? But you had finished. I took a pause. Well, are you done now? Well, I'm done with your attitude, Liv, that's for sure. Girls, get it together! Whose grenade is that? It's not my grenade. My grenade is a bit smaller and dark green. This is a grenade is fake and brown colored. You have a grenade? Relax, Dad, it's just a grenade. The grenade had to have been tossed through the window by someone standing outside the church. Well, no shit! There was glass everywhere! I haven't seen that much glass since I worked at that glass factory when I was a kid. Hmm, too bad you're not one of the kids who died in those factories. I saw Chet and Axel moments after the crash, so that means it can't be them. It can't oh, yeah, it works dress. Well, we were about to convict innocent people. It goes to show you that sometimes the troublesome teens aren't the troublesome ones, after all. Well, now that we've been crucified, can we all go home? But we didn't resolve Matilda and Samantha's dress. I realize that maybe Matilda and I can both wear the dress. Really? Why? Because you're one of my best friends, and it, it's funny we picked the same dress. As best friends, we're going to the dance together with the same dress. It's honestly perfect. Aww! Besides, we all know I'm going to look better in it anyway. The only question is, who broke the stained glass window? Pastor, Elijah, James, and Garfield are here to see you. Uh, we have something to say to all the asses. How did he know my nickname? Your nickname is Hussy? Back in college, I was the biggest hussy of them all. <laughs> cool. Garfield and I were in the war, as you all know. And sometimes we like to reenact the war we were in. And while we were doing our war reenactment in the fucking lot, one of our grenades crashed into the stained glass window. Ah, that explains it. Well, the two of you are going to have to pay for the window to be repaired. You're going to ask for money from a veteran? James, don't you have your own successful business? Yeah, Elijah, I'm more than just a veteran. Well, now that Axel and I have proven ourselves to be innocent, can we have an apology for everyone assuming we were criminals? All right, you're right. That was too much to ask of everyone. Non-Denominational Season 2 was executively written and produced by Matt Rebar and Blaze Pratt. Leave a five-star rating and a comment rating if possible. Non-Denominational Sitcom Podcast was co-created by Matthew Rebar, Blaze Pratt, Karen Adams, and Kelsey Shago. Music and sound effects collected from freesound.org, audionautics.com, and some originals by Matthew Rebar. Thank you to our regular cast of voices this season, which included Karen Jones, Annalise Rebar, Paul Laux, Jessica Lockhart, Emily Terry, Reggie Pratt, Joanna Molson, Julia Adams, Amy Adams, Kyle Pratt, Andy McGee, Jordan Yule, Michelle Morgan, Maria Cross, Dennis Baker, River Anwundinjo, John Toth, Scott Terranova, and others who contributed. Check out the website for more information at www.nondenominationalpodcasts.weebly.com or check us out on Instagram at nondenominationalscone. Until next time. <laughs>